The latest Iron Realm book for the Maze Master can be found on DriveThruRPG. Now, the Iron Realm Creature Creation and Maze Master's Guide is here. The fourth book in the Maze Master's series, which tells you what you need to devise the evil threats destined to face your character tribe. Every fan of Dungeon Monsters will find something to appreciate in this book. From detailing creature tactics, considering life and death negotiations, escape, combat, behaviors, powers, roaming creatures, and much, much more. There's an appendix full of sample creatures, too. Deadly foes, straight from the Iron Realm. Get all of this and more at DriveThruRPG with the Iron Realm Creature Creation and Maze Master's Guide. Search for it now with your adult settings enabled and secure this 100-page masterpiece for your collection now. The following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Iron Realm Chapter 72 Through the Veil Kailana and her new husband went to the field where two tents had been set up for them. In the first one, Kailana shed her white dress and Solus his armor with the help of attendants. A girl was there who played music with a harp as the two went out to the river together. of her peers, Kailana performed a bathing ritual, kneeling before Solus and washing his man's body in the cool water, taking away the weariness of his ride, and causing him soon to become erect before her as the others looked on. It is time, said Araya and she led the two of them to the second tent. Though Kailana's head was cast down in shyness, it could be seen that she was blushing deeply through her cheeks, neck, and chest, and that her body was in full arousal as well. She held Solus's hand as she had been taught to do in this moment, pulling him to the tent, and she was breathing hard as the two of them passed through the veil. They would be given this space alone in order to seal their union, though outside three witnesses stayed near, as was their custom, in order to confirm that the consummation required by the king was carried out 
and that the transaction promised by the sanctuary was delivered to his knight, as promised. Inside the tent was just a blanket, enough for two to share, and nothing else. It was very dark inside, though some of the light of the moon came through the opening, and Solus could see that Kailana was very beautiful, and he could see, too, that she was shaking. It was quiet in their tent, but for the sounds of crickets at the river and the sounds of their breathing. He could see her heart beating through her chest so fast as her breasts rose and fell, rose and fell, as she looked at him silently, and he knew that she was scared. It's okay, he said to her. Everything's okay. He slowly reached out to put a hand on her shoulder. She stiffened at his touch, but soon caught herself and then smiled at him, putting her hands on his and going closer to him. As she held his hand then, she saw that the ring was on it. As Kailana went to him, he led her to the bedding, and they sat down upon it, cross-legged and plain before each other, facing each other. They didn't talk for a little while, but they held each other's hands. In the quiet of the night, they could hear each other's heartbeats. Kailana knew that, outside, her witnesses were listening too. The story of Kailana and Solus continues. It is the echo of events from the other world. I wanted to let you know, too, that in the near future, I'll be adding more offerings to those listed for the Iron Realm at Drive Through RPG. There are a few free offerings up there now. So why not go and have a look for yourself? In the meanwhile, I'll be giving you more details tonight for your own solitaire RPG, and we'll find out also what is occurring for the tribe deep within the maze of Alpha One. Thank you for joining me tonight, and now we go into the maze. The Iron Realm, copyright A. Lenzo, is an extreme reimagining of the fantasy setting and can be found at theironrealm.com and theironrealm.blogspot.com. Legendary Powers. Secret Paths The first seven paths are well known. Yet, beyond these there lie 
many secret paths. Seek and follow these as well, and allow your legendary power to achieve new heights never before imagined. The tenth path, seek peace. The Iron Realm is a realm of total conflict and war, yet the Earth may yet be saved. Actively practice the path of peace in small or large ways and be rewarded by your Maze Master. Award yourself ten ranks of renown in-game for every hour of dedicated effort you have enacted within your sphere of influence or begin a daily practice of peace to earn even more ranks fast. There is no hope left for the Iron Realm, yet I beseech you to become a champion for peace on behalf of your own world. Walk the way of gratitude. I thank you for your wisdom. Secrets of the Maze Master, Maze Master, Maze Master. Should the craft of classic gaming ever be lost to the world, the secret arts may yet survive and rise again through those techniques I reveal to you on Secrets of the Maze Master. Tonight's discussion... Level Point Awards in the Iron Realm As you know, when a character receives enough level points, that character will advance by one character level. Yet how are the level points determined? In general, there are three possible ways, with level points being distributed evenly to all members of the tribe who were involved at the time of the reward. The first kind of level point award comes through treasure. Indeed, the group will receive one level point for every gold coin of value that they have recovered during the course of their adventure. Note that an award of this type is not actually granted until the group is successfully able to pack up and carry away the coins, gems, jewelry, or other valuables involved. This sort of award is not given for magic items, nor is it usually given for the discovery of common items, such as weapons, swords, shields, or other gear. The second kind of level point award that may be granted comes from overcoming monsters, which means beating them in a fight, chasing them away, or else successfully negotiating with them. The more creatures dealt with, the greater the award, and the Maze Master is free to award any appropriate value while feeling free reduce the value slightly if a creature is weaker or increasing the value if it is a bit stronger or if it has one or more special powers. 
for example, a level 1 creature may be worth 10 level points, with a level 2 being worth 20, a level 3, 35, a level 4, 75, a level 5, 175, a level 6, 275, a level 7, 450, a level 8, 650, with the bonus for special powers rising sharply almost to match the base award as a creature gets higher and higher in level. I like to assign a base award of 900 points for a creature of level 9 or 10, 1100 points for a creature of 11 or 12, 1350 points for a creature between level 13 and 16, and a 2000 point base award for a creature between level 17 and 20. At level 21, I grant 2,500 level points, throwing in an extra 250 for every level after that. Although it might not seem like a lot of level points compared to that which is earned for treasure, it really starts to skyrocket once you start factoring in bonuses and considering that the group rarely encounters just one creature at a time. The last way that a character can commonly acquire level points is through role-playing, which as you know, in the Solitaire game, is done with write-ups. From listening and playing along with the Character 8 campaign, I'm sure you already have plenty of ideas. As for the level point award, I provide it based upon the average character level of the group. For example, when the tribe is at or closest to level 1, I grant 50 level points per write-up. If I take a look at the fighter's character levels, I see he needs the same amount to reach level 3 as he did to get to level 2, and so the level point award of 50 points per write-up stands. Yet the fighter needs twice as much to get to level 4, 8,000 level points, and so based upon this, I double the write-up award to 100. And then at the next level, I double it again to 200. You can keep an eye on your own write-up award based upon the speed of advancement for your characters. And it will be up to you to decide how many write-ups to allow. From my standpoint, if you are writing and having fun, go right ahead. You are playing the game and enjoying it well. I suggest offering the write-up award one time for each page or equivalent completed. In conclusion, the Maze Master may decide to award level points for other trials as well. When deciding upon such an award, simply compare the level of danger with other threats your characters have faced in the past in order to come up with a reasonable award. And finally, do not forget that certain characters will gain bonuses for having especially high defining stats. Always factor this in as soon as the level points are achieved, and if any of your characters have reached their next character level, advance them right away. No time to wait in the Iron Realm.
there is no world harsher. So if, after thousands of level points, your character has reached this milestone, go ahead and give it to them. I'd say they've earned it. The Onyx Vault We've got some new treasures in the Onyx Vault. Remember, travelers, if you're not partaking of the treasures of the Onyx Vault, then you're only receiving a third of the content available to you. All patrons receive future episodes of the Iron Realm before anyone else on the planet. And there are many other offerings too, including, but not limited to, the following. The bonus creatures have begun to hit the Onyx Vault. Now get the Brayman and the Ambush Statue ready to grab for your own collection or for use in your Iron Realm RPG. New prizes have arrived too for the Map Master, such as the Map Master's Wilderness Overview, the Map Master's Hex Paper, and specially shaded versions of the Hex Paper and the Iron Realm Graph Paper, which makes counting out coordinates easier than ever before. It doesn't stop there, because Shadows of the Past has two new windows into the seminal work that created the Iron Realm, Wolf in the Night, and Cobalt Attack. Head to patreon.com slash the Iron Realm and get all these offerings for yourself and get all these irreplaceable offerings for your own collection today. Find the Onyx Vault at patreon.com slash the Iron Realm and experience everything your Maze Master has to offer. Tribal Matters It is 3 p.m. on the 27th day of Primaris. The group is at location 13, 27th but they also occupy several squares because of their numbers. And so, Kana and Orson and Bardar and Nora occupy square 16, 26, and a roaming creature has been detected. A flock of crows. And Orson has caught a look at them. They are giant. Spells for the group. Kailana. Mystic Missile, times two, Amazar, Door Denial, times two, Orson, Ventriloquist, Len and Celeste each have, Hands of Healing, times two, while Twyla and Nim each have, Hands of Healing. The group retreats quickly into the dark, hoping to avoid these giant ravens. 
all together. Flock of ravens. Flock of ravens. According to the notes I have here, these creatures have a 10-foot wingspan. And I've got to be honest, I'm not entirely sure that they're going to be able to fly down these passageways. And even if they can, it's going to have to be single file. This is going to be an incredibly tight squeeze. So I'm going to suggest that the giant ravens have a 30% chance of using their flying speed. Otherwise, they will use their land speed. Let's see what the dice reveal. Oh no, these birds are definitely hopping along. Single file down the corridor. That's a speed of only 30 feet, which matches that of the tribe. I'll give the tribe one chance to lose the birds. By the time the giant ravens arrive at position 1626, the tribe of Solus will be at the doorway to room 14, the Blood Hall. We'll say at this point that the tribe is moving without any light. And if they're careful, maybe the ravens will not have seen them. I'm rolling randomly for the direction of the ravens when they reach the crossroads. A one or a two will indicate that they are pursuing the tribe, while a three, four, five, or six shows a different direction. The dice indicate a six. The tribe has successfully slipped away, and the ravens have now turned their attention to the door for room 21, the torture chamber. Looks like the tribe of Solus has given them the slip, but they do not know this, and so they continue out the eastern door, knowing full well that giant birds may be incapable of following them through a closed door. Led by Solus into Stockholm, who guide the others with the two long ropes, the group proceeds into the hallway. The group proceeds successfully to position 1930, closing the door behind them. Now if you've been mapping along, you will see that we have just reached the edge of the known map, and so it's time for dice to determine what the maze holds for them next. There is a double back turning to the east, which finishes in a dead end. The group spends 20 minutes searching for secret doors, but none are found. Further, the group has heard no sound of the giant ravens from the hall or the room behind them, and so carefully, ever so carefully, they return to the Blood Hall. By 4.20 p.m., they arrive, and in hopes of discovering some kind of shortcut back to the waterfall cavern, 
they choose to trek back towards room 21 in order to check the doors and hallways in that area. According to the map, says Stockholm, it looks like there's a possibility that these passages can connect up once again. Having that information could be very helpful, says Bardar. Tactically speaking, it's going to take two rolls to get back to the torture chamber. And they have done it. They have arrived in the torture chamber by 5 p.m., encountering no further incidents in the hall. I'll have them check the northwestern door for traps. No traps found. The door is pushed open with the group at the ready. And there is a T here with its base pointed north. To the east of the T, there's an L-turn which points to the north. And beyond the L-turn, a straightaway headed north for two squares where it dead ends. It'll take two more roaming creatures checks to explore that area. And the group successfully does so, maintaining their silence without being found. I'm bringing them back to the center of the T, and this time they're exploring it to the north. There's a straightaway headed north, which dead ends at position 1921. And again, those at the front of the group search for secret doors. There are none found. It'll take 40 minutes total to explore that area and search for secret doors. So I'm making two roaming creatures checks. And again, the group avoids trouble. It is 6.20 p.m. And the group is now exploring the western branch of the T. Beyond the T, the passageway moves one square to the west and one square to the south, where it dead ends yet again. There's not even anything here, says Temek. Why would anyone even take the time to excavate all of these? But before an answer can even be given, all of a sudden, every wall around them alights. For there is an evil blood script written upon every square inch of the corridor, and it is glowing now a dark and evil red. The group has seen this evil handiwork before and recognize it as being associated with the Beast Men Massacre. No sooner have the scrolls and symbols appeared, the group is already retreating as quickly as they can to the torture chamber. But they can hear the screams welling up inside their heads, and so, as the pain mounts, and their disorientation rises, I'm giving them only a 20% chance to make it back into the torture chamber before this evil delusion takes over. Here comes the roll. An 85. That is sufficient. I'll grant 190 level points to the group for escaping that deadly trick.
their back in the torture chamber by 6.40. And from there, they take the western door and... Since the elves and the rogues detect no sound of ravens or any other approaching creature, they decide it's time to get out of Beastman territory to flee from this area. First a roaming creatures check. And as they head up the northern passageway, yet another roll to see which feature is placed next. The straightaway extends one more square to the north, and then there is a crossroads there. The center of the crossroads is positioned at 16, 18, and the group first explores the western way. There is a T with the base pointed to the north, and of course, the base dead ends. To the west of the T, there is another T, and its base also points to the north, and it also dead ends. The group continues west. Another roll is needed. The western way of that T simply dead ends. The group returns to the center of the crossroads by 7.40. Desperately lost in the maze, as the twists and turns take them round and round into random directions, wasting their time and increasing the chance with every passing moment that another creature may find them unaware in the dark and cornered with nowhere left to run. Tune in next time for a new episode of the Iron Realm the tribe continues to explore the center of Maze Level Alpha 1. Will they find the shortcut that they desperately need? Or is it just an intricate and deadly trap waiting to swallow them whole? Ha 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 ha.